there, people. Jesus got myself off guard at the start of my own podcast that I'm doing all the time on my own. It was like I surprised myself, but I didn't, you know. I looked down, I saw the microphone, and I had a momentary blank. Where am I? Am I in Mars? No, I'm here in L.A. Random podcast, number 107. Number 107, people, we beat the big 100. And now look at us flying through the air like thieves in the night. Need more coffee because I am talking pure shite. I heard a guy at the gym earlier. What a gimp. What a gimp. Jesus, what a gimp. Did you hear in the news about some missionary dude? Tried to go to this indigenous clan. Or tribe somewhere in the Pacific, maybe. I'm guessing. I'm not going to Google it. Fuck it. And they killed him. He tried to convert them to Christianity, and he they killed him. They killed him, they killed him. He's dead and gone. Like that Justin Timberlake song, Dead and Gone. Is that a song of his? I don't know. This is going to be a non-Googled podcast. I'm not looking anything up. I'm only going to go on whim and hope my brain is right. But the dude died and I heard a guy at the gym being like, bro, if that was me, I would have killed everyone in the tribe. And he's like, you can shoot as many arrows as you want at me. No one's ever going to hit me. And I like, I actually took off my headphones because I was like, wait, I don't want to hear if he's been serious. Because I could see him doing motion and actions. And I was like, what is he doing? What a gimp this guy was. Jesus, what a way to spend your life. He was doing, he was showing his friend. He was like, no matter how many arrows come at me. And he went, like he was in the Matrix. And he was batting arrows away from him. He's like, try me, bro. And he do a head bob. And he'd start swatting imaginary arrows. And he's like, see, no one's going to get me. I'd kill them all. And his buddy's like, yeah, you got the moves. And, you know, it's a bit sad. But, you know, I suppose they're friends in each other. Maybe I'm the sad one. I came home and I said, I'm going to do a podcast. That fucking Egypt swatting away imaginary arrows. I'd love to have taken out a bow and arrow and be like, here, buddy, catch this one. Ping, right into the neck. Ping, right through the gullet. Is the gullet the right word? I don't know. We're not Googling it. That's the rules. The Saturday night rules. There'll be no Googling. No Googling for the boys in blue. For the boys in blue. Oh, it's actually 24th. Jesus, who cares? Who cares as you? I don't care about the day. It's been Thanksgiving weekend, week, whatever it was. Days have no meaning. Meaning have no days. Black Friday, yes. I feel like Black Friday. Black Black Friday. Black Friday has to be has to be a racist term originally. I looked it up the other day when it wasn't today and I was allowed to Google stuff. Something about the Philadelphia police coined it Black Friday because people were shopping and there was troubles and violence and it got out of hand. And I'm like, oh yeah, they're definitely saying it's black people. And I saw a sign there, I've been like, Black Friday, come on in, everything's a steal. And I was like, that's racist, I feel. I feel that's racist. Can't really put my finger on it, but I feel it's racist. It's not called White Friday. Even though the whites are killing themselves too. For an old TV, an old DVD. Imagine you died over a DVD machine. Oh, that's why I hated that dude initially. He kept saying it's 2019. Bro, it's 2019. It's 2019. No one's killing me with bows and arrows in 2019. It's like it's 2018, you fuck. Still a month to go. Oh, what an annoying. Jesus, imagine being. Oh, I feel bad for the girl that's going out with him. He's definitely a closet homosexual, too, I could sense. Why? I don't know. She's got that sense, people. Just got that sense. Just he lingered too long looking at me. He lingered too long. One of those too long lingers. You know the kind. Lingering for too long. Wondering what if what if I just came out and offered this Irishman a blowjob in the bathroom of the gym? What if? Would I be happier? Would I 
not pretend to be batting away arrows but will i be accepting arrows towards my face in the form of penises come on in come on in the swatting motions are turning from go away to come on in the more dicks the merrier it's hard to tell really you never know anymore you never know anymore are you swatting arrows or are you welcoming penises what day of the week is it i don't know i used black fridays yesterday Black, what did I buy? I bought some. Oh, I bought this thing on Amazon. It was like this air diffuser, yoki thing will help you concentrate. And I bought it with some Germanian drops. I don't know what the fuck the thing is. I definitely got conned. I read it in a book. This writer was like, Oh, I got this diffuser. It really helped me focus. And I got it. And I haven't been able to focus because it smells like geraniums. Don't know really what flower geranium is, and I can't look it up because this is no Googling episode. But it's not one of those sweet, sweet, sweet smelling flowers. Or maybe it is sweet and I don't like it. I don't know. Don't really know. Why do I hate it? I don't know. Because maybe it's dumb. Maybe you realize it was a dumb purchase. Maybe I also realize it was the last purchase I could do with my ATM card. I went to my buddy's show yesterday to Wiltern. Um, and I went to buy a drink and I had my wallet up on the bar at the wheel turn it was doing two sold out comedy shows it's pretty impressive it's a big old 1800 seater theater I think Um, and I go and I was like oh let me order some booze and I put my wallet up on the counter and then my buddy Mike was like, why are you ordering a drink? Just drink backstage. Just get that instead. And I walked away and I said, good call. Good call. Good call, Mike. Saving money. You know what to say. Saving money. I walked away and then we were by the, they were selling merch, T-shirts and the likes outside the comedy sh- show. And I was like, oh, shit, my wallet. I left it over there on the counter. And I went back and I took it. And I sensed one of the cards was in a different place than I had been. I was like, hmm, hmm, this is not stolen, but somebody's definitely used it. And I looked up my internet banking and someone had bought a couple of rounds. Sneaky Max. They stole me card at me buddy show and decided let's have some booze or some popcorn. Who knows which one? But they bought something and I emailed my bank and I was like, hey, bankaroo, someone used my card there. I didn't have my wallet. And then I just forgot about it. I just wanted to tell them because sometimes they'll be like, all right, here's the money back. You know, if you have a bad night out and you're like, ah, I deserve it better. And you phone them up and they're like, ah, yeah. Was it stolen? You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Refund me there, please, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me nice there now. Put that $942 back in my account that I spent on booze last night. Because it wasn't a great night, but you know, there we go. And uh, I didn't even think, I, I didn't realize that they'd stopped my card until I went to the shop earlier. Just trying to buy some some food, you know, for dinner. Because I'm a hungry boy, hungry, grown lad, as they say, grown boy. And the car was declined, and I'm like, ah, Jesus. And it was like 7 o'clock on a Saturday. And now I'm going to have no card until Monday. They blocked my card because of my claim. Having no card on a Sunday is going to be brutal. Brutal. I'm not going to ask anyone for Monday monies either because I don't even know how much I'd want. I do Irish cards, but still, I don't even want to use them. Looks like Sunday is going to be not a fun day for me. Going to be eating leftovers. I got some amount of turkey left over from at Thanksgiving. Jeez, that's some weird Thanksgiving day. I like to just keep rolling from one story into the other. Like you think there's going to be a an ending. And there's not. Just keep on going. Keep on keeping going. Thanksgiving, what did I do? I actually like Thanksgiving. It's not in Ireland. But it's a good day. It's like Christmas without the presents. So you're not really getting presents, but you're not spending a buckle load on presents either. But last year I went to the Laugh Factory. They have like, they do four meals throughout the day for homeless people. 
and then they do shows too so comedians go in and they volunteer and you like feed the homeless and then you do a show for them it's pretty slick to feed like 2,000 people throughout the day that's a lot queues lines around the corner so I went to the first one at 1 o'clock and uh, it's pretty good it was packed pop in feed the homeless do a little jiffy and I was like alright I'll come back again the homeless people loving life loving life living the dream and uh, yeah it was good it definitely doing it for selfish reasons definitely because I'm like ah oh, this feels unreal helping these people look at me look at me go give me a badge of honor someone this people are like oh you're so nice that's so selfless nope it's definitely a selfish reason too to make myself feel good for the day because i am a sneaky charity person but they saw amount of food jeez and the people you get all sorts though but then uh, all right so i did that left i was like yeah i'll come back the owner was like come back to a later show i was like all right go on go on because i'm the real star huh and he said no just come back i was like all right cool he could have lied to me but she didn't and i respect that i respect it i respect it and um we went i went up to my buddy ron ron's house this guy ron white a legendary comedian he lives in his own real house up the top of the hills in beverly hills ah his house is slick i'd like to buy his house if possible it's got like its own elevator. It's got unreal views. It's living the dream kind of house. Went off there, had a savage feed. Watched some NFL. You know me, Mr. Football, Mr. America. That's what they call me when I go places. Ah, sure, it's Mr. America. This girl last night still baffles me that people think my accent's real and everything's a shtick. They're like, oh, you had your chance. You could have changed your accent when you came here because... By human nature, you acclimatize and you you can you have a chance to change your accent. But you missed your window, so now you have your original accent. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you on about? What? 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 I don't understand this. Like the girl last week was like, I don't believe your accent. My buddy was like, why? Because it's too good to be true. And it's like, what the fuck is that meant to mean? The words coming out of your mouth don't mean... They don't connect to whatever sense is in your brain. Just a real fun time, you know? Real fun time. It's like, do you ever go to a strip club when you're sober? Oh, that's a fun time. I was thinking about that the other day. I went to a strip club when sober, and you're just like, oh, Jesus. This is not, this is not, 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 not what I was thinking. Oh, everyone in here is a bit sad. Why are we all in here? They're dancing don't want to get a dance sober it's just weird don't want to do anything sober to be honest involves any sexual connotations oh i got a sober boner delightful delightful let the shame flood in jesus sober boner in a strip club while i'm sober oh i'm looking at the uh, look at those lovely curtains i wonder where they got those curtains don't look at the woman on stage because she might come over and harass me for a dance and i don't want to dance because i don't want a sober boner Looking at the stage, and you're just like, hmm, nice decor. That's lovely car. Those curtains, what are those curtains behind there? Is that velvet they have? Just looking at the ceiling, you're like, oh, I love the gold trim. I love the gold trim. I feel like, as well, like throwing dollars, throwing money at strippers is like the adult version of feeding ducks. Here's some bread. Bread, bread, bread. Here, look at the ducks. Come on, let's throw some, let's throw some bread at the ducks. Here, ducky duckies. Here, da, da, duck, 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 duck. It's like that strippers. Here, some money, money, money. Money, money, money. Here's some bread for you. Am I saying you're like a duck? I don't really know, but it seems like an accurate comparison. And I also think that like strip clubs are like the reverse. They are the reverse of normal bars. Because like... The women are the aggressive ones there. They're coming up and they're like, hey, they're chatting you up. And you're like, oh, I don't want to get a dance. I don't want a sober boner. Is that a good name for the podcast? Maybe the sober boner. Don't like it. Don't want it. It always happens. Get out of my pants. 
Get out of my pants. Get into my car. The sober boner. That is one option. For the name of this podcast, get away from me, sober boner. The police are on the way. They're like, hey, stop talking about sober boners. We've had enough. The people's ears are bleeding. The people's ears are bleeding. Stop bleeding talking about your penis. Oh, I'm sorry, but that's what comes out of my mouth. Maybe because in Ireland we never talked about anything sexual growing up. So now I am making up for it by non-stop talking about sober boners. But you know the way in the strip club, the girls you have come up and they're like, oh, hey, hey, what do you, oh, you're looking good. Hey, hey. And you're like, oh, no, I'm just here with my friends trying to have a good time. That's like a bar for women. Women go in there, four women, five women, they're just like, let's have a good time. It's just us, it's just the girls not out. Some drunk dudes who are never that good looking are like, oh, how's it going there, ladies? How's it going there, ladies? Who wants to come over there? No, it's in me lap. No, how's it going there? Goes, oh, I can't stop all of you. You're looking well, you're looking well, what are you? Oh, you're not interested in me. What about your friend? Is your friend interested in me? How's it going there? How's it going there? How's it going there? Can I buy you a drink? Can you, will you buy me a drink? I feel like that's like the women at strip clubs. Hey, baby, what's going on? You want to come in the back and have a dance with me? No, I'm just here with my friends. Just trying to have a good time, you know? Just trying to have a good, pleasant Catholic time. Just a nice, pleasant... Remember when I first came here? I had to have told the story before. Uh, I used to go to the body shop. I used to live in that street in West Hollywood. By sunset, uh, historically well-known body strip club. Body shop. Sounds like a truck shop. Sounds like the place you go feed some ducks. But it was the only place open, so I'd come home from the pub at two, and I'm like, oh, I can't go to sleep now. This is not like Ireland. When we keep going, the pub's closed, but then they open again 20 minutes later in the back door. Good luck, Irene. But So I'd go home and have a little drink, and I'd be like, what else is there to do? There ain't not many people in this, in this big old city. And then I realized, oh, the body shop is open. Doesn't sell booze, but I'll pop in there. I'll pop in. And I popped in, and then they were like, oh, hey, baby. And I was like, ah, oh, jeez, running low. I don't want to spend all my money on strip, strip teases. That just feels like I'm watching a porn in person. It just feels like I'm just going to be sexually frustrated. Why would I do it to myself when I'm already sexually frustrated for free? So I'd be like, nah, I can't get a dance. And she's like, where are you from? This one girl. Where are you from? And I was like, Ireland. She's like, are you some sort of priest or something? And I was like, yeah, that's it. I'm a trainee priest. I'd love to get a strip dance off here because you look like a lovely, 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 lovely woman. But uh, it's against religion, you know? It's against religion to get one-on-one. I can be in there amongst you all because it's nice and it's crowded. It feels like a bar. There's no booze. But I can pop over my house and booze and then come back. And she's like, oh, my God, that's so cool. You're a trainee priest. And I was like, yeah, they send us away every summer. Last year, they sent me away to Europe, and they want to get all the sin out of her body. So last year, it was uh, drugs and rock and roll. And um, this year, they want me to get rid of uh, sex and alcohol. Get all of that out of my system, and then I'm good to become a priest. And, you know, they were like, wow, that's so cool. That's such a good system. I was like, it is indeed. And they're like, oh, that's so hot to hear a priest. Can priests still have sex? And you'd be like, oh, oh, we can still try. We can try. We can try before I become father. Oh, oh, me giblets. Oh, me giblets are on fire. They're on fire. I'm getting a free dance here. And they'd say, oh, father, take me. Take me, father. Take me to the promised land. And I'd say, I'll try my best. And then you might have sex with a girl. And then she'll say, this isn't working for me. Can you get off me? And then I'll say, oh, I know this move well. This is my signature sex move. And I'll get off the woman. And I'll sit in the corner. And then she'll masturbate. And then I'll stay in the corner until she's finished. Classic. (laughs) A real classic sex move, huh? Get off me, man. You're not doing it for me. Let me finish myself off. And then I go to the corner and I look at the wall and I'm like, oh, this is a nice wall. What is this color paint eggshell? Hmm, I love it. I love this white. And, you know, all in all, great sex, great sex by one and all. 
Feed the Dogs anyway you can. That's the name of the show, I suppose. Feed the Dogs there at the ceiling. And be like, wow, there's me awkward, awkward boner. There's me awkward boner that I'm in here now. And, um, what are they like? I'm in here on a holiday. Jeez, you see that? I like boozing on holidays. I didn't really booze at this holiday. Although I did last night, but I didn't go out on Thanksgiving much or the night before. I was going on until it started raining. And I was like, I'm going to go home. Eh, that's a sign from God. Rain now is a sign from God. If there was, if I was to use that excuse in Ireland, I'd be like, gosh, I'll never leave the house. But in LA, when it's all as hot, I'm like, all right, that's God's way of saying, eh, let's have a night off booze. Let's not booze tonight, sure. Sure, let's take tonight off. It's just God being kind of boring and ruining the vibe, you know, ruining the vibe for us all. But, you know, you dig deep and you keep going and you get through it. But I do like on holidays, especially in LA, because most people go home. And it's usually just creatures are left here. Creatures of the night. You'll never know where you end up with these kind of creatures. Creatures, creatures. Oh, yeah, back to my story. How did I get detoured off that? So I'm up at Ron White's. He's got his own pool, and next to the pool there's a little pitching green putting area. It's pretty slick. Pitching putting. I see the time. We've eaten. Drinking is tequila, number one. It's unreal. I don't, need, I don't like tequila, really. I'll drink it. Like, I'll drink piss from a sock. If I'm out boozing and it's not a beer, it's a spirit of some sort, I will booze it. I'll stick it into my body like I'm a whore. Like I'm a whore looking for something to put in my body. I feel like as well, I, lately, people, girls have been going like, oh, add me on Snapchat. And I'm like... Hmm. And then you add them, and then they're like, "Hey, if you want to get my premium Snapchat and see me fucking a cow, <laughs> Venmo me forty dollars. But if you want to see me fuck a fuck a couch in person, here are my rates." And you're like, "Oh, is this a way to like be a prostitute and get away with it?" I feel like it is. I feel like in the holidays. In LA when everyone goes home and people are left I said to my buddy I was like ah, I bet you like a lot of people It's sad when you see older people who haven't made it In LA And you're like ah that's a bit sad And I said to my buddy I was like ah, I bet you a lot of people in LA wish they died young <laughs> Instead of not making it And he said yeah And I looked over and there was, there was a little tear in his eye Little tear in his eye and it was sad, but you know, it's the truth. It's just like a sober born on a strip club. It's the truth. Just like my favorite inside joke is sex. I tried saying that last night on stage, and I don't think people got it. <laughs> it's a great joke, because my penis is the joke in this joke. And me having sex is also the joke. It's getting nippy. That's what I realized the other night when it was raining. This is scarf-wearing weather. One time I was texting a girl, and I mentioned something about, oh, yeah, i got to get the scarves out. And she was like, what? And I was like, oh, yeah, the scarf. I've been looking forward to this scarf-wearing weather. And she was like, you wear scarves? And I said, yes. And she said, delete my number. And I said, what? And I never heard from her again. <laughs> never heard the scarves. People are very afraid of scarves here. Oh, sorry, I don't want the cold. Sorry, I'm going to keep my neck warm. <coughs> I have to protect my voice. My voice that provides the living. That keeps the roof over the head. Scarves. Ah, scarves are saving my life. That's what, that's the name of the game with scarves that'll save a life. Maybe a girl will say never, never talk to me again. But, you know, <coughs> they saved a life. Don't talk to me again. Delete my number. Farewell. People get very upset very easily. There was this, uh, I was buying a mirror the other day. Saw this. My roommate moved out and he took a lot of furniture with him that was in our main section. And I was like, all right, if I'm staying, I'm going to have to fill it up. Fill it up. I have nothing in there at the moment. It's bare. If you came back, you'd be like, oh, this person's a psycho. He's got no furniture in the living area. 
<clears throat> I don't even mind it, but I suppose I have to buy a table. It's almost impossible to mine stuff because I'm not going to buy. I don't really care enough, so I'll just be like, all right, if I get a deal, that's I'll buy something if it's a deal. Oh, I got a bargain? Super. Black Friday and I got a bargain on some geranium fucking water air dispenser diffuser? Super. It's smelling. Right now it stinks and I don't like the smell of geraniums, but I'm going to use it all because it's a bottle of geranium drops that I bought. Super. But I saw this mirror that was like pretty good, big, huge mirror. And uh, trying to meet people, they're like, yeah, come now. And I'm like, all right, send me the address. And they'd be like, no, I'll send it to you when you're here. Be like, oh, yeah, like on Craigslist. I still like Craigslist after all these years of the hardship that Craigslist has done for me i still like it i still like it and uh so this woman i was like oh this is a good deal on the mirror the only reason i bought it don't even need a mirror there's plenty of mirrors in my place but you know it was a deal i'm a dumb man and i'll take a deal any day of the week so i go i was like all right can i buy the mirror yeah when now don't hear from her till the next day yeah now it's good you're like oh you're psychotic but you know you're being polite because you want to buy the mirror on a good deal so i was like all right let me know it's like dealing with catfish the whole fucking time you're like all right you, all right let me know when it's happening is this real what's going on is there even a mirror is there even a mirror and uh eventually this woman was like yeah if you're here in the next 10 minutes i can sell it to you otherwise it's the deal is off Thankfully, she was within 10 minutes. Although I tried to call an Uber and it was like too far. So I was like, oh, I'll just walk there. And as I was walking there, I was like, oh, I gotta run if I get there. So I run to get to this person's house before like 5 30. Half uh, five is in Ireland. Running, I sweat and I stop the bank and get out some money and I get there. And this woman opens the door and she's just like, I'm stressed. And I'm like, oh, okay. Is this the mirror? And she was like, yeah. And I look at it and I'm like, all right, it looks good. I was like, should change? Because she wanted 75 or something. And I was like, actually, she was like, no, I told you no. And I was like, you didn't actually text that at all. But I was like, all right, here you go. And I just gave her a wad of cash. And she counted it. And then she was like, the minute she had the money and counted it, she was like, I don't like how you text. And I was like, what? She was like, I don't like how you text at all. I was like, okay. She's like, get out. <laughs> I was like, all right. This big, huge mirror, too. I got there, and I was like, ah, uh, I was just going to get an Uber home. And I was like, ah, oh, this won't fit in an Uber. This mirror is taller than me. Thankfully, an Uber XL. But the way she said, get out, I was like, whoa, she hates me. She hates me. She's sending me a mirror. The woman who sold me a mirror hates me. Hmm, how does that bode? It bodes fucking well. Because now when I'm leaving the house, I look in this mirror and I'll say, oh, that was a good purchase. Oh, we got a deal. And the best part about it is that by accident, I left her $10 short. Not my fault. She put me under pressure. She counted the money. I realized, oh, $10 stuck in my pocket. You had me sweating. So I got an even better deal. So now I fucking love the mirror. Loved the mirror. Big fan of the mirror. Don't need the mirror, but oh boy, do I love the mirror. Because I can look in that mirror and be like, ah, you're a dirty fucker. <laughs> you got $10 extra off this deal. Good man yourself, Marky boy. And I'd be like, high fives. High fives for everyone. And no one will be around because at the moment I live my own. Maybe I'll live on my own for a whole month to see how it goes. I'd prefer living with someone, though. Purely for guilt reasons. If they're quiet as fuck and they're never really here, but if they're here in the evening, perfect. Perfect. Because I'll feel guilty and I'll leave the house. And then I'll start realizing when they come home is my writing deadline time. So if the person is home at 6, I'll have to get the writing I'm done, doing, done at 6. As opposed to being like, ah, I'll just get it done by 8, and 8 turns into 10. And then you're like, ah, should I even go out to that comedy show? Should I go out mingling, schmoozing, cruising, boozing, boozing, losing? Should I go out there losing at life? Should I go out there and be a sober in a strip club with a sober boner? Nah, let's stay in, and then you become lazy. 
That's why I got rid of my couch. Oh, the laziness I could do with my couch. Oh, I could, I could have sex in my couch if I got to the point. Have I remember I, I told a girl recently about like bed pumping in Ireland. That instead of like masturbating, we'd just start fucking our beds because we didn't know what was going on. And masturbation was kind of gay and illegal. And she was like, she thought I, she, I thought at the time she knew I wasn't joking. And then the other night I was like, oh, yes, like bed pumping. She was like, wait, what? I just presumed, oh, that was a joke. And I was like, oh, well, you're not going to like to know that everything else I've told you hasn't been a joke. Sorry about that. I should just randomly text that number of the woman who uh, sold me a mirror and be like, I want to tell you a story about bed pumping. <laughs> you don't like how I text? Here's 72 texts. I texted a girl the other week 72 times. Like 72, I was telling the story, 72 times with no reply. And I, people found out about it this week because I said it on the podcast last week. And they're like, oh, you're psychotic. But in fairness to the girl I sent it to, she was like, no, I liked it. It was a good story. And I was like, ba-boom, ba-boom. Doesn't always work like that. One time I kissed the girl and the next day she left and went to Romania. She's not from Romania. But all I have in my head is that, yeah, I got some smooth moves. Did you ever kiss a girl so well that she's like, I need to go to Romania? <laughs> I can't process what just happened. Was it a great kiss? Was it a bad kiss? Who even knows? Probably a superb kiss. Probably no doubt. Great. I have a great mouth, people. Great mouth. Lovely. Lovely. It's nice and warm. It's warm. It's wet, you know. You'd like a wet mouth. It's kind of dry at the moment because I was just gymming. I haven't drank enough water. But, you know, I wouldn't kiss anyone right now. I'd be too busy talking, drinking coffee, making it even drier, you know. But usually I'm not really. I started off by trying to sell myself. The, here's here's why you should kiss me. And I have already decided I seem to be doing the opposite. I started off with a nice mouth. Wet lips, great breath. That's one thing you can't take away from me. Great breath. Although I'm drinking coffee right now, so maybe it's coffee breath. Another point that I just negated for myself. I was trying to give myself a plus. And the truth came out. I said, no, right now it's coffee breath. Oh, I have a nice wet mouth. Not too wet. As in, you're like, why is he slobbering on me? But like that, that perfect, you know, that perfect wetness. What am I talking about? I don't know. That's the coffee. Maybe that's the geranium diffuser. There was a girl the other night at the comedy store, and she was standing next to me. And uh, I think she was trying to talk to me or something. And she thought I was trying to say something to her. <sighs> even thinking about it now, I'm yawning. But I was actually just trying to keep in a yawn. I just didn't want the yawn to come out. I didn't even know that she was trying to talk to me. And she was like, oh, my God, are you... He was trying to flirt with me. She thought I was too nervous to talk to her. And I yawned. And I had to be like, no. I was literally just yawning. And she looked very sad. She looked very sad. But you know, that's not my fault, people. It's weird, too. It's weird when girls on Instagram, especially, are aggressive. And they're the ones chatting me up aggressively. I had to block some people during the week because it's like, all right, let's... Especially because of these sex poems I was writing. Still writing. There's a book coming, people. Good news, there's a book coming. Um, People be like, oh, yeah, so what's going on? What's happening? That's a fucking annoying thing just to get from someone you don't know and just no rapport. And you don't actually find physically attractive. Let's be honest. If I found the girl attractive, I might be like, oh, how's it going? I'm a fickle fucker, but you know, especially if you call me and you're aggressive and annoying, I'm just going to be like, all right, fuck off. All right, I've been nice to you. That's the problem, too. If you're nice, they're like, oh, they think it's an open door, and you're just like, no, I've just been polite. That's three little conversations, three little texts each, and then it's over, and that's your that's that's the limits. Now you're just being creepy. Um... But like some people are like, oh, I can't believe these sex porn people just show me their tits for no reason. You'd be like, when are you coming to my city? And I'd be like, I'll make sure to swing by the other city instead. But 
but then I'd be like, Jesus, that's awful. It's head wrecking. And then I realized that's what women must get the whole time, all the time, nonstop, cocky, overconfident, people chatting them up, being like, come on, hey, hey, come on. Well, it's great talking to you. I love when you get snarky too. Well, this has been riveting. It's been riveting because I'm not interested. Take the hint, take the hint and run before I block you. One girl was like, oh, I'm surprised you haven't blocked me yet. Now it's like a game to me. I'm going to keep on going. I was like, all right, consider yourself blocked. Oh, that was like the other night at the... When I went back to the factory for the latest show, it was like 7 o'clock. It was still packed. Queues around the corner. And um, the... Oh, I was like, I was on pie duty, me and this legend comedian, Fraser Smith. Two of us were handing out pies, so we were at the end of the line. Um, it was funny, too, my buddy Thomas Dale was on yam duty. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't even know what yams are. I don't have a clue. What, what are they, ham? I can't Google it, and I don't even want to know. I, I, I know too much. I don't even need to know what yams are. Are they ham of some sort? Are they ham and jam? Are they like bananas? But yeah, bananas. I don't, I literally don't have a clue what yams are. Yams. We don't have them in Ireland. What's a yam? I don't know. They pile everything onto a plate. So who knows what yam is? It's next to the ham section. Is it next to the turkey section? Is it a vegetable? Is it a potato? I've never heard it. Is it short for yammies? Where's me yammies, people? I'm starving over here. Give me some yammies. And I said, oh, I wouldn't touch those yams. Because I <laughs> shouted over at Thomas. I was like, what do you want? And he was like, yam duty. And I was like, oh, I wouldn't go near those yams if he's serving them. <laughs> Just joking around. But then we saw, like, it was so weird. So it was all homeless people, more or less. A lot of people are crazy, too. Like, people came in. I, one girl, she looked beautiful. And then you saw her up close, and it was just like, oh, my God, she must be on the most amount of meth or crack ever, like, tweaking. Her and her boyfriend both, like, tweaking. The boyfriend and his ear all wrapped up, just telling people why his ear was wrapped up, making up some spoof, and everyone's like, all right, man, we know you're lying. You're just, you're leading. My ear is like this because I hurt it when I was putting on a hat. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I definitely think you tried to shoot heroin into your ear or something and then the girl was like the widest eyes the widest cracked out eyes ever and they were just like can we have more pie and you'd be like you're gonna have to take him four slices of pie keep it going let's keep it moving if you were just stealing like peanuts off the ground you're like you can have these other peanuts so the night crowd definitely felt like something could pop off it was like have they been doing drugs all day I know they came in here but then, like, the cracked-out couple were like, where's the wine? Like, there's no wine. It's just, you get, like, a nice meal. A big old mess. You're getting a nicer meal. You're getting more food than I ate earlier. They're like, what, there's no fucking wine? You're like, yeah, there's no wine. No, can you get wine? You're like, oh, yeah, let's... Let me put down these pies and I'll go on a quick wine run. Hey, 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 500 homeless people. Who here wants some booze? I'm going to pop out to the shop. Who needs anything? But they were so demanding. It was like, all right, come on. Let's keep it going. And then someone else was like, uh, I need more salt in the gravy. It's like, what? And it's like the food has been given out by... Um, like caterers like the food was actually unreal i got a whole tray of turkey meat in my fridge don't know how i'm gonna eat it all but i'm gonna try it tastes so good i was like oh this food's unreal they're getting like high-end stuff this guy was like any more salt and it was already kind of salty and he's like no more and then another guy's like i don't trust the food and he had to have some guy taste every bit of food in front of him to make sure it wasn't poisoned it's just like oh these people are nuts but they were so demanding. But then there was like, in all these kind of homeless people, there was like a couple, a really good looking couple, dressed really well. It was as if though he took out the dude 
they were both like he was six foot two maybe she was about five ten maybe five nine both well dressed he looked like he shopped at all sense she looked like she shopped at all sense also but black and i was like well hey babe i'm taking you out for dinner and she said where and he said the laugh factory they're feeding the homeless people come on and they queued because I was outside and I saw them queuing and I was like, they're definitely in the wrong queue. They queued for like an hour and a half probably. Then they got in. Then they were like, is there any more pie? Because <laughs> I was at the end. And I said, I want to know why the fuck you're here. You're definitely not homeless. And then they sat in the middle of everyone. They just ate and I went over with a fresh pie. I said, would you like an extra slice? Because I can't figure out what the fuck is going on with the two of you. You obviously both have money. He's got a nice watch on. You have a new iPhone, lady. What is going on here? Unless they came for the show. But I was like to Thomas, I was like, did you see that couple? He was like, oh my God, he's gay. He's like, the dude was so hot, I almost came in the yam. <laughs> I almost came in the yams. I was like, ah, I knew, I knew to stay away from those yams. I knew to stay away. We couldn't figure out though. We were like, that's so weird. Then we did the show and I was like, I was kind of riled up because they were so demanding. Like I wouldn't be that demanding if, if I went to someone's house ever. I wouldn't be that demanding in my own house. Be like, all right, this is cool. Thank you. Isn't Thanksgiving when you're thankful? So I went up there and I mocked them. It was a, during my set, you know, it was a risky move, risky move, but they were fucking loving it. I was like, ah, they just want to be mocked. They just want to be mocked like the rest of us. It was a great, great time for us all. Where's the fucking salt? Even the homeless people in LA are spoiled. Where's the wine? I don't like this wine. Can you get me something from, something French from 1975, maybe? That's more up my alley. It's like you know, people in LA, if they're eating seedless grapes and there's a grape has a seed in it, they'll have a fucking meltdown. How could you? How could you? How could you do it? I can't believe you fucking feed me a grape with a seed in it, you dirty whore. Oh, but there we go. I realize too that I'm seeing a lot of people because LA is kind of quiet. One of my real true talents is that uh, if I see someone I know but I don't want to talk to them, I'm unreal at looking confused and lost. I saw somebody laugh at yesterday and I was crossing the street and they were at the other side of the street and they both saw me and they were like waiting for me to come over so we could talk and I was like I don't want to talk they're going to ask if they can do my show they're comedians they're annoying they're like people on Instagram hit me up and um, I just started I held my phone up to my face like wait where am I and instead of patting my pockets like where are my keys and I started looking at <laughs> on sunset started looking at street signs wait, so, what is the sunset what sunset in Hayward where, where am I and I I'm unreal at looking lost and confused and I was just like where the fuck where is this now? oh wait I'm going the wrong way and I swung my phone around like I was trying to get better reception and I walked back from where I came and I kept walking and I didn't have to have small talk so you know I'm living definitely living in a good life where that's part of my day I go out of the way that much to avoid someone Um. so that's nice like today, I, it's tough to know if you're living a great life or if you're living a sad life. It's hard to say. Today I listened to like Careless Whisper, maybe 10 times on repeat. And I was like, hmm, is this a great sign or is this a bad sign? I feel like it's a great sign. I love George Michael. Wham, great man. Wake me up before you go-go. My first keyboard, my parents got me for Christmas, Santa, sorry. Had that song built into it. It was the automatic song you could pretend to play and be like, wake me up. Before you go, go, living a life of a Vita Loco. I don't know the words. Maybe that's where I learned to gibberling. Is that the tune? I don't know. Gotta listen to it after this. After I listen to Careless Whisper. After Careless Whisper, the 11th time, just I let it play and Barry White came on. Barry, Every Barry White song, 
I feel like he was in the middle of having sex. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, that's it. Oh, slow down, baby. Slow down, baby. Slow down, baby. Slow down, baby. And someone was like, Barry, we need you to get those vocals. We got the deadline. He's like, oh, okay, baby. Just let me let me record a few vocals. And then he just, uh, oh, darling. Oh, darling, I love you. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, baby. Slow down, baby. Slow down, baby. Slow down, baby. <laughs> does sound like he's having sex through all his songs and you know what I like it I like it it's where I'm going to learn how to do dirty talk from now on Barry White sex because I don't know how to do I don't know sometimes I don't know how to talk I remember one time I was trying to compliment a girl who was like a 10 unreal hot just like next level like Victoria's Secret model stupendously hot beautiful beautiful like stunning as they say in ireland stunning like you'll be like oh what why is she talking to you i'm like i don't know power of comedy power of jibber who knows and also like she was sound like really sound and you're like oh that's weird because it's weird in la when you meet someone who's beautiful and sound and normal and doesn't need this is one of the strange things when people don't need instagram to validate themselves you're like wait what the fuck you feel dizzy. You're like, oh, Jesus, me knees buckled. And I was in the middle of gibbering, and my brain was like, here's going to be a line that you're going to say, and it probably won't work, but let's try it anyway. And my brain was like, oh, your looks are like a house, but you are like a home. Your looks are like a house, but you are like a home. As in, like, your looks are great and all, but it's like an empty house. Unless there's something inside. Something inside. Something inside so strong. Oh, oh. <laughs> I should have just sent a voicemail doing that. A voice note. Never heard back from her again after saying, you are like a house, but your looks are like a home. Because you inside the house, that's what makes the looks, makes the house a home. A home where you'd want to be. You'd want to be inside. I want to be inside you. I want to be inside your home and your house. And it probably sounded like I was saying, I want to be inside your hole. Your house and hole. So that's why she moved to Romania. You know, you got to give the hats off, I suppose. You got to accept things as they come to you in life. And maybe... Oh, I should probably read one more sex. It's funny, last night I was over at my buddy's house. And uh, there was a girl there with her friend and my buddy. And I don't think my buddy knows about the sex poems. And one of the girls did. And she was like, oh, you should read a sex poem. And her friend was like, what's a sex poem? And the friend read out a sex poem that I wrote to my buddy and my buddy was <laughs> so uncomfortable it was delightful and now maybe I'll read this out and then I can leave you on an uncomfortable note and then we can all go about our day I'm trying to think about one he read yesterday <clears throat> let me read it uh, all right, this one. Did I read this last time? I don't think so, because I only read it this week. All right, I'll read this. Here's a sex poem. This is for Malibu. It's still burning. It's very sad. Here it goes. This is the one that's made my friend uncomfortable. Because the girl was reading to him, saying, I want to put my cock inside you. <laughs> oh, here we go. Time for, time for a sex poem. Then we're over. This one's called Denim Jacket. I look over and see your face. You light up the room. Fuck, you're beautiful. We're at a bar. It's busy. Laurel. Charity event. Malibu's burning. It's sad. Save the animals. I'm stuck talking to a guy talking at me. You're stuck doing the same. I look over and see your pouting lips. Your sexy neck. Fuck, your neck is so hot. I like your hair tied up. Black dress. Your denim jacket. Your knee-high boots. You're a fucking supermodel. Everyone has been looking. Even the kitchen staff came to see how beautiful you are. I saw them while I was looking at you too. True creep. You look and smile at me. Come kiss me. You walk over and save me from this little man. Hi. Hello, you hot fucker. You smile and wrap an arm around me. You smell good. We should have fucked before we came. We were late. I want to fuck you now. You seem to know. You slide your hand under my top and run it up and down my back. Nails on my skin. You squeeze hard. You're a fucker. I smile out the pain. You want to fuck. 
I need the bathroom, I say. You take my hand. The bathrooms are shared. Three doors, all busy. It's just us, waiting in the hallway. You look in the mirror at us, then grind your ass against me. You can feel I'm hard. You always have me hard. You smile and bite your lip. I like looking at us in the mirror. I like fucking you in front of the mirror. You take my hand and slide my fingers under your dress. You're so wet already. Fuck, you get me even harder. It's bulging against my belt. You're rubbing my cock as I'm fingering your wet pussy. You're breathing hard and closing your eyes. You're so fucking hot. I forget where I am. I put my hand on your neck. Just squeeze lightly. You want more? I squeeze tighter. Sliding your hand inside my pants. Stroking my cock. It's so hard and throbbing for you. Your pussy is so wet and ready for me. I rub along your clit and feel it getting bigger. Fuck, I want to fuck you right here. You open my belt, grab my cock, slide inside your dripping pussy. Jesus Christ, you feel fucking amazing. You grind back and take it all inside. Fuck, we're just grinding. Can anyone see? I don't fucking care. You're so fucking sexy. It's dark. You start grinding up and down my cock more and more. I'm squeezing your neck and grabbing your perfect ass. You're the hottest fucker. I'm fucking you from behind. You're keeping in moans like a good girl. You feel so warm and wet. I love it. A door opens and you quickly stand up straight. It's Derek, a famous actor. He doesn't know. He's on his phone. We slide inside. My jeans fall down. You turn around and sit on the sink. Oh my God, you're fucking beautiful. I kiss you hard. Jesus, your lips. I fuck you on the sink as you wrap your legs around me, then lift you up. You're soaking wet as you slide up and down my cock. Your legs squeeze around me tighter as you come on me. I cover your mouth as you come. Then you kiss me hard. You're dripping down me. Come for me, you say. I grab your ass tight and fuck you against the sink. I want it, you say. Drop into your knees, ready for it. I look at you in the mirror and come hard in your mouth. Fucking hell. You take it all and look at me, then stand up and smile. You kiss my lips and pull your dress up. I feel fucked stupid. I like it. Someone tries to open the door. Oh yeah, we're at a bar. Malibu's burning. It's sad. I just want to stay with you in here all night, though. So that's what she read to my friend, and he got uncomfortable, and hopefully you did too. All right, that's the podcast. It's over. End of. Got to go do a gig. Um, hit me up on Twitter, Trickadoo, on Instagram, at the Marquez, Snapchat, if you want my porn rates, at Trickadoo. Read my books. People keep being like, oh, you should write a book. I have written three. You fuckheads, go read them, and then you'll have more books coming. Random, random, and pre-dump. Perfect for Christmas. Um, oh, I got a great message earlier, actually. I should have done this before the sex poem. This girl said, oh, I'm driving back from San Diego, listening to your podcast, Vegan Condom, with my gran. She's Russian, and she's now a big fan of you. So shout out to my new Russian fan, the gran, and her granddaughter, who's going home to listen to some sex poems on her own. By the fire, under a blanket. What happens under the blanket? Only me and the grand, hopefully, don't know. Okay, that got a bit weird. So goodbye. <laughs> good duck a doo. Good duck, good duck, good duck a doo. Good duck, good duck.